Pericles here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast, and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. today there young man oh i am good just stuffed a whole carrot in my mouth mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. And how are you i'm good i'm good it's good how many carrots have you stuffed zero zero carrots today so far that's where we differ you and i because mm. i stuffed one you got one established i right. stuffed none should we continue with the carrot stuff? Or? I think we should immediately bail from the carrot talk. Okay. At the top What's of next? a financial <laughs> comedy show. <laughs> but hey, if you if you want to argue otherwise and you want to remain on carrot topic to start off the show, I can feel our ratings uh-huh. really boosted right now. I feel like we're on fire. I feel like yes. we're attracting a huge swath of our listeners. They're just they're hanging ra- on. The rabid audience. They're, <laughs> they're, they're loving it. No, I don't know. I think it had some potential, but if, you, if you're not cool with it, we can move on. Yeah, let's hop off that topic. All right, look, check it out. It is at Pike Taylor Radio. He's on all social media as at Pike Taylor Radio. Weird that your parents would name you Pike Taylor Radio. Radio. I mean, that sounds like uh, one of the newfangled okay. names, you know, like a little. Mm. Hey, it's what's a, your name? It's My a family name. Journey. My name is Spirit. My name is Pike Taylor Radio. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. My grandpa invented uh, radio. Pretty exciting. That's pretty amazing. So I am uh, killed happy for it. that your grandfather predicted your career so far <laughs> into the future pretty amazing it all kind of worked out you you, you missed it yeah i said that you got killed for it oh the guy that yeah the guy that invented the telegraph killed him big- marconi invented the radio so you're saying your grandfather was marconi yeah mark oni <laughs> i don't know let's go back to the carrots <laughs> You said you had no carrots? <laughs> Wait a minute. His name isn't Mark Oni. It's Marconi. That's his last name. Marconi. The Italian. You know, that's what they want you to think now. Oh, is that true? That's what big radio wants us to think. <laughs> yeah, big, big radio. Big radio. Keep, keeps getting bigger. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad you're here, even though you're not a financial advisor. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. Also, not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. This is strictly for entertainment purposes only. And I got to stress that today, Pike, because we got a big show. Today's a show that uh, uh, I'm going to give credit to the inspiration to another podcast I listened to years ago. 
that changed my life. And then now I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Now that I'm a little more financially savvy, I'm going to tweak a little bit. And then maybe, maybe people will be entertained by this as much as I was the first time I heard it. It's talking about how to manage your money. Basically, I title, what's today's episode title? The exact steps for con to control your money. Oh, isn't that what everybody wants? Everyone just says, hey man, what are the exact steps to control my cash? We're going to talk about that a little later on. Yeah, that's great. And I noticed your infant child is uh, here to listen as well. Yeah, that's on the other side of this wall, bro. That is, she was oh, not happy. Good. I know. So if you're here, oh, my family's like right right over there so behind a wall so if you hear yelling and screaming it's because i have two small children all right enough of this nonsense i want to start the show but i can't do it until i ask you this okay what's your favorite candle scent candle scent you know i always i i've always been a ocean breeze kind of guy i don't give me a fiji uh white sands that kind of scent. Like Scents a coconut, are... suntan nope. lotion, sex on oh, the yeah, beach no, that would kind be of okay. smell. Nope. Yeah, I would rather have like a sex scented candle over like a apple cinnamon or, you know, anything like that. What? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's not discredit how nice sex smells. It's not great. It is not a great smell. It's nice when you're having it. Yeah, when you're having it. But even after you're done having it, you're like, oh, okay. All right. I got <laughs> to let me take care of this real quick. Yeah, I much I rather smell apple cinnamon. <laughs> I feel bad when you have to like aggressively wash your hands all the way up to the elbow. <laughs> like, I've never seen you do that before. <laughs> it's a pandemic. What do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Yeah, you're walking out of the bathroom like this, like, air dry it, <laughs> gotta air dry it. Hands in the air, like you just scrubbed yeah. for surgery. Uh, yeah. Well, they are. Okay, so uh, Ocean Breeze or Vanilla, that's a close second. Vanilla's How about great. you? Do you have a scent, scented candle you prefer? Dude, you know what I love? I love, like, wood. I love wood-smelling <laughs> candles. Like a sandalwood or just wood. Not pine. I, know that. I don't like that pine smell, you know? Oh, really? Oh, I love that. I mean, it's nice, but I, f I feel like it smells like a cab. You know, I'm like, all right, we can do a little better than this. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't, I've never seen wood candles. No? Then it would just smell like a fire, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. I light a candle. I just light a tiny twig on fire. And I'm like, mmm. I love that wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody ever says that. No! It's always, it they always say, smell like fire. <laughs> we were at a bonfire last night. My clothes reek like wood. <laughs> Uh, 
How'd you uh, know the house was on fire? Oh, I could smell the wood. Yeah, it's my favorite. Bed Bath & Beyond was burning down. I thought all the candles were on sale. I was like, oh, man. Someone bought all the wood candles. Amazing. No, like, you know what it smells like? It smells like freshly cut wood. You know, if you take a saw and you saw wood and you smell that sawdust. Oh, yeah. That's a great smell. Yeah, walking into the wood shop. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It's the best part. Best part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm finished. Well, let me ask you this. Oh. Would you rather your wife left you for your brother or she left you and you never saw her again? Oh, never saw me again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Are you serious right now? I thought no. You. <laughs> Do I want to make every day of my life a personal hell? No, thank you. I'll just take the one day and then slowly start recuperating my life. Really? She what won't be there for really? your kids. You can't huh? jointly raise your children if you never see her again. No, that's too jointly. Hey, yeah, literally every birthday and Christmas is going to be ruined from now on. And then my kids, what do they yeah. call my kids? They're calling, is that Uncle, Dad. Uncle Daddy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've heard of modern families. That's an unmodern family. That's the uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the backwooded family. No, yeah. no. Keep it all in the family. Yeah, if that's like those the old case, porns. Yeah, if that was the case, I might just leave myself. I might abandon my children for the sake for their like for their own sake. You know, so they'd be like, yeah. "Well, my dad left, so my my uncle stepped up and took care of us." Because he taught me how to yeah. be a man. You know, I might I might even pull that trigger and be like, no. <laughs> Trust me, your life is going to be better off with some kind of normalcy. <laughs> Tell him you died in the war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, I'm leaving, but it's because I hate you and I love our children. <laughs> I can always come back uh, into their lives when they're older, you know? Not, not Once they hit 20s, then they, you know, you start to stabilize a little bit emotionally yeah yeah you know and plus for them it'd be like a movie or a tv show to like think that you had died in the war but then years later they find out that you're alive somewhere they gotta hunt you down yeah and then i tell them why so then they resent me until they find me that we have a conversation at like an ice cream shop which is what they always do in a movie you know or there's one day by the way what's up with the movies when they always walk up and they knock on the porch front porch door and they're like and the father or mother that's walked out of their lives 30 years ago is A, in the same house, and B, always home. Like, doesn't anyone have yeah. jobs in these movies? <laughs> you just answer yeah. the door? Oh, yeah, I was just... Luckily, I was right next to the door this whole time, 30 years on a random day later. Just... Oh, yeah. Right by the door. You know, not like upstairs. No, right by the door. Right. Not like that exciting, though. in the shower and they're like, ah, it's probably just Amazon. Just leave it. Leave it at the door. You know, you're yelling in the shower. <laughs> Miss the doorbell ringing. Yeah. That's why editing movies is nice. Imagine if they were real time. You know, like you had to watch through the night 
like while the main character slept. Like just yeah. You're describing the, the Truman the Show. <laughs> that's <what> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're describing. Well, what about you? What would you do? I think I would. Uh, I would. Yeah, never see. I don't even have kids. Of course, I would never want to see her again. <laughs> if, if I had to pick, if I had to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. There you go. All right. Good. I'm glad we both. I'm finished. We both aired on that side. All right. Well, good. Well, we got a hell of a show planned for you today. We'll get to the news that matters. But first, Pike, let's talk about how to control your money. Is your money out of control, Pike? Is it gone wild on you? Yes. It's so crazy. Thank you. For the sake of this. Just for the sake of the show. Just be like, oh, it's out of control. I can't handle it. Oh, it's like an unmanned fire hose. (laughs) That's how... Ah, yes, that's good. If your if your money is like an unmanned fire hose, first of all, mine's like an unmanned trickle of a squirt gun. I mean, if you got a fire hose, good lord. I'm impressed. Hemorrhaging money. Just good God. You gotta get that under control, Pike. Uh, uh, I get paid uh, Friday. Imagine then. Mm, yeah, trust mm. me, I imagine that a lot, getting paid on a Friday. Oh God. <laughs> Do I imagine that? Uh, look, real quick, before we jump into it, thank you to Lauren. Shout out to her yet again for joining the special committee. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. The Patreon. Make sure you're jumping on that one. Really appreciate Lauren, new member of the special committee. That is amazing. We are trying to hit, I think we're trying to get to 60 reviews and ratings over there on Apple Podcasts. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, Right now, which is the number one place most people download this podcast. Drop us a review, would you? Give us five stars, but then say whatever you want in the reviews, and then we'll read it coming up here in the next week or so. Once we hit 60, we'll read the new reviews. I'm really looking forward to it. should be really funny. So if you can do that, please do that. That that would help us out. And if you're watching, make sure you hit like and subscribe both of those would be great if you uh enjoy comedy and you enjoy financial talk this is the show for you we really enjoy you being here all right let's get to uh pike's hypothetical fire hose of just fucking blowing cash left and right here are the exact steps you should take in order to control your money i should say these here are the exact steps i took in order to control my money, you don't have to do it. You should or should not. It's whatever. This is a fun entertainment podcast, not financial advice. Step number one, Pike, you ready? Here we go. Okay. What's your budget? Gotta have a budget. And it starts with the budget. And I, I'm not I'm gonna harp on the budget. We've gone over the budget on the pillars of wealth and the whole thing. But before you can start figuring out Anything in terms of your money, you have to figure out your budget. And I know that sounds really boring, but it's actually kind of fun because what essentially I want to find out from your budget is how much does it cost you to run you? That's the number we're looking for. How much does it cost you to exist in life currently at your state? That's what we want to find out that number because everything is predicated on that number on that figure if that makes any sense yeah so like how much are you worth 
as a no, person. No, no, this is not okay. how much you're worth as a person. This has not this does not deem your value in life. Okay. You're a very valuable person, whether you make a million dollars or twelve dollars. It doesn't matter. You're still worth something. Okay. It's not like yeah, I think less of you if you make less money. I probably actually think more of you <laughs> in, in many regards. If I was pulling in 12 a year. $12 a year? 12. Yeah. It's 12 more than I'm pulling in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on now. You just talked about the Patreon. That's all going into your bank, right? No. I haven't. We haven't tapped into any of that money. We're saving it for Project Pay Him, man. Okay. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. That's right. Project Pay Him off. Project Pay Him off. Oh, my God. I can't Daddy. wait to do another one of those. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But you got to start with your number. How much does it cost you a month? How do you achieve this? It's, it's really easy, actually. You need to go through and you need to track every single dollar that you spend over the last couple months. It, it, that sounds arduous and painstaking, but... If you use your debit card or credit card primarily, it's not tough. You can just go through, see where you spend money on. You know where the three main factors are. Your rent, your uh, transportation, and your food. Somewhere in those three, you spent the bulk of your cash. So I want you to go through and you want to track that number. How much did you spend on all your bills, all your food, all your eating out, all your beer, all your whatever. And I'm not sitting here harping on frugality here. I'm not saying you should cut any expenses as of yet. Don't worry about that. Just track. How much does it cost you to be you? I would do like three months. That way you could take the average of the three and be like, okay, it normally costs me. I'm just throwing out a random number. It normally costs me $2,000 a month to live. I'm just going to say $2,000 for the sake of easy math. So $2,000, right? So then what you do is you have a number. And everything's going to be predicated on that number to get your fucking fire hose of expenditures under control. All right. So get that number. That's step number one. Track how much you've spent over the last three months and get an average. Write it down on a piece of paper. Does this make sense so far? Yeah, it does. And it can be horrifying to roll through that credit card statement or bank statement and yeah. just seeing like fucking $40 at this restaurant, 30 here. It's just all of a sudden 80 here. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. What was I no doing? Wonder. What is going right. on here? Boy. I don't even remember being at Chachi's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Chachi's. Wow. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember being at ground round. I'm 30 something years old. I went to a Chuck E. Cheese last month. What was I doing? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Yeah. So track everything. It will be kind of eye opening if you've never done this before. You're like, oh my God, what am I doing here? And it's, it, it, we can harp on the budget in another episode, but it really will make you go, damn, I eat out a lot. Or damn, I drink at a lot of bars. Or damn, do I. I don't even watch Hulu sports. Why do I need live sports on Hulu? Right? You're thinking, what is going on here? It will make you reassess. But either way, write that number down. If you like your life and you're fine, 
write down how much it costs on average for those three months, okay? Then, step number two, this is what I'm calling your go-to money. Oh, real quick, as we go through these steps, I wanna tell you um, what I was inspired by. There was a great podcast, and they haven't put out episodes in a long time, like over a year. But this episode came out maybe two years ago. It's called The Financial Blueprint 2.0. It's on a great podcast called Listen Money Matters. So shout out to those guys. Uh, I've always loved their podcasts. They have, they, they've stopped doing it. Um, but boy, it, you, you, I, I mean, just a vouch for you, your honesty here. I know you love that episode because you sent it to me. You said, listen, I know you're a bad person and you need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I still have the DM. Yeah, I sent that to uh, a couple people that I value in life. And I'm like, you know who is like a good person? Uh, and then you were on there by mistake. So I apologize. So I uh. never meant to send it to you <laughs> in the first place. So Okay, well, thanks. I did not take any of the advice. And, I, I figured. Uh, again, un yeah. unmanned fire hose. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're on my fire hose. So my, my goal here is to take that, their foundation, which was brilliant, build upon that and then tweak it a little bit because it's 2021 right we're it's like three years later and uh, i i just got so much value out of it i think a lot of people can get value out of it as well but it needs a little bit of updating so that's what we're going to do here so, so here we go step number two you got your budget that's step number one step number two is your go-to money this is this is imperative okay to have and i had never thought about money like this before but you've got a checking account right pike Oh, yeah. That's okay. where the fire water is coming from. Oh, it's all coming out of checking. Okay. So here, yeah. a lot of people have a checking account, and that's great. And checking account is very useful because it's it's your liquid cash, right? If you need money immediately, it's right there. That's where you go to. That's kind of the first well you draw from. I call it short-term money, right? That's your short-term, I got to pay my rent or mortgage i gotta pay my car i gotta pay my phone i gotta pay the internet i gotta pay you know this kind of shit gas whatever yeah. it comes out of a checking account and i'm not saying use your debit card i'm just saying hold the cash in that checking account i would recommend you use your credit card we'll get to that here in a minute so what you do is you take your how much you spend a month you have that number from your budget and then what I want you to do is I want you to triple that number. So if it was $2,000, it costs you to live the way you've been living, triple the number, $6,000. That is what I want your checking account to sit at always at $6,000. Okay. So it's not necessarily three months income, three months, like what you need to live. Because, you know, you hear people say you should always, you should save up three months of income. That's, that's an emergency fund. We're going to get to that in a little bit. And I'm going to explain. Oh, there's more? Jesus Christ. Oh, there's a lot of layers. Dude, what we're going to do today is we're essentially, it's like insulation. We're insulating you from life's calamities and, and you know, being fucked over. We don't want that. We want to, you want damage control in multiple levels and layers so you can take the money and start making money with it and you can't take your money and start making money unless you have a little bit of a buffer a little protection and the reason why i want you to triple that number whatever your month whatever is 
save up to that number is because well, I'll tell you why when we get to the emergency fund and I, I kind of split it. It's kind of a fork, right? Uh, and it's kind of different the way people talk about emergency funds. So I'll get to that in a little bit. But say you get a flat tire on your way to work, you need to buy a new new tire. Well, you don't have to dip into an emergency fund. Your checking account is padded enough that you can absorb that kind of hit right off the bat. You don't have to sweat it. You know, you got six grand in there. And it, you know, so it's auto going. And this is the best part of this whole plan. Everything's on auto. Set up every account to auto. So you can set it up to on your bank account where keep six grand in there. If it deposits money and it goes over $6,000, take whatever money's over 6,000 and send it to your next account, right? I'll tell you about that here in a second. So you're always topping off at six and any overflow goes to another bank account. But if you think about it, you're like, oh man, I got charged because I ran out of data this month on my phone. They charged me extra money. You're not sweating it because you know you have six grand. Oh, dude, I got a, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, give me another unexpected. Oh, I got to get my tooth pulled. Well, I got to go pay for that. Thank well, you. you got, you got, you got your padded checking account, right? It's all sitting there and you're good to go. You don't have to sweat it again. It's so nice living without any stress and anxiety about money when you're not even rich. It's because you've taken the necessary steps. You've insulated. Okay. So take that number, triple it, $6,000 working capital. Cool. I call this the go-to so, money. Yeah. And if you're like, dude, okay. fucking triple it. Are you kidding? How am I supposed to save three months worth of everything? If you're in credit card debt, we're going to get to that step number two. If you're in credit card debt, you need to just be making the minimum payments right now so you can accelerate to the three-month savings. That makes sense? Interesting. So, That's, yeah, it contradicts what I've heard, actually. Yeah. Get here's what you need to do. You got to get stable footing first. You need to get on some yeah. solid ground. Okay. Because dude, if you're just made, if you're trying to make the full payments as of the beginning and you have no money in checking any, any life event that happens to you, you're definitely going to go directly back to that credit card and put yourself in even more debt. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. That does make sense. So you want stable footing first. So get on solid foundation Stop using your credit card because you're way in debt on that. Stop using your credit card. Work on just your checking account, your go-to cash. Get that to triple your monthly cost of living, okay? Step number two. So you've set up auto pay minimum payments on your credit card. So you're paying on time. You're not wrecking your credit. You're just accumulating debt, which we're going to attack here. Step number two is pay off debt. So now... You've got your triple, your $6,000. Again, that's just an example number. Now you start attacking the debt because now you got enough money where you can just live every month, right? Mm -hmm. You're paying off your bills. You've budgeted for it. You're just, you're just chipping away at the normal stuff. You've got your foundation in case anything happens. Now what do you do? You're done. You're done saving money for your checking account because you got to pay out a padded one. Now you take all that extra money and you attack the debt directly. And you hit it hard. And that's the only thing you focus on. And the type of debt I would focus on is credit card debt or personal loans. Those have the two highest interest rates. You attack those two first. Don't worry about a mortgage and don't worry about student loans. Those typically have very low interest rates. Right. So far, this makes sense. 
You know, it does make sense. And I know I usually wait till the end, but I'd like to interject and say you're doing a good job of explaining everything. It's good. Thank you. I appreciate it. So here's what you do. Attack the debt. Pay down your goddamn debt because you can't get ahead until you have debt or debt taken care of. You can't. It's just literally it's it's like having a hole in your boat. You're just going to be constantly, you know, you got to plug that yeah. hole, man. You're just leaking money. So hell yeah, you do. Sucks. And are you debt free, Pike? Personally? No, not entirely. Okay. No, I, I have student. I have student loans. Okay, that makes which sense. Which I've been dis- dis- disregarding as of COVID, you know, because they're not <laughs> making you pay them. So, yeah. which is fine. They're there. I, dude, you know what? I, it's not. It's not going to hurt your credit. It's not hurt because they have, you know, federally they pass laws against that kind of stuff. And if I were you, I'd start squirreling away cash instead of paying those student loans to get something to make yeah. you money. I would invest that money. But we'll get to that here yeah. in a little bit. So pay down debt. I'm talking about credit card, egregious, should be illegal, 25% interest rate bullshit. Like, that's insane, dude. Attack that debt. Pay down principal. Still set up for auto payments. Yeah. Because you don't want to miss a credit card payment. That's what hurts your credit. But I'm telling you, if you start consecutively start paying that down aggressively, you're going to chip away at, at, at your credit score is going to skyrocket. You're going to. Your, your net worth is going to skyrocket. You're going to be great. Okay. So step one, get your budget together. Step two, three X your go-to money and your go-to account. Step three, pay down debt. Okay. So get rid of that debt. Once you're done, and that's the best part about all these steps. Once you're done, you move on. You're done, you move on. And dude, it feels fucking awesome. It really does once you get done with all this. So... If you're thinking, dude, this is there's no way it's going to happen. Um, thirty thousand dollars in debt that's going to take forever. Well, if you reduce your expenses of your life without inflating your living expenses, right? Instead of just buying a brand new car and doing all this shit, it's going to be your. You don't have to, your three X number in your go to account is a lot less money you need to save because you don't you live on a lot less does that make sense so you're yeah. Or, yeah oh yeah yeah and then you can also more aggressively start paying down that debt and then once that debt's paid off it's amazing because you're like oh i'm kind of accustomed to living this new life or how i am living right now i don't need to get a car i don't need to go buy some new shit because i just got a raise or uh, i got a bonus because i over you know i broke my commission numbers and they gave me a bonus whatever it is it's amazing. So step three, pay down debt. Once you're done there, you move on to step number four. And here's where I differ from the boys over there. Listen, money matters. This is where I'm going to do two things at once. An emergency fund slash goal account. So this is like, this is the, this to me is like the fun part. Normally a lot of people say, okay, an emergency fund, you got to get that kind of stuff. I agree you need an emergency fund wholeheartedly. However, you how many emergencies do you have in life? Well, not a ton. You Hopefully, know, but right? It just, takes, it just takes one is the thing. True. You're absolutely right. But you're not dipping into that account a lot. No, no. So here's what I would do. 
this is how I've done it. And this, again, do what you think is right for your own human psyche. But I split it. I have an emergency fund and a goal goal account. So I like a goal account rather than just a savings account. I like calling it a goal account because when you have a goal, you're like, hey, this money is for a house. Hey, this money is for a vacation. Hey, this money is for whatever you want to do in life. I don't care if maybe you're obsessed with cars and you want to buy a Ferrari. That's your Ferrari account. Does that make sense? It's like, that's, that's what feels good to save that money. You're like, oh God, this is so great. I love it. I'm having so much fun. Do you, what's your, what would be in your goal account, Pike? Oh boy, Sparks. Um, my new set of golf clubs would be nice. Like real good ones. How good are those? How much are those? Uh, I mean, if I could put like two grand or to $2,500 into a set of golf clubs, I'd just be hornier than all hell. (laughs) (laughs) And I would be just as good as I am today. So that's that's the fun part. But you know what? You love golf. And if you love golf and that it brings joy to your life and you want to buy a new set of clubs, then that's great. But you shouldn't go bankrupt to try to bring joy to your life. And this is how you do it. So you have your golf club account, which I would set up as a, like, you know, online bank, high yield savings account that you have auto deposit paid, you know, paid into go. So anything over that six grand, again, for our example numbers, that three X number, it automatically starts going into your high yield savings account. It's like an overflow and it just starts going into it's, it's awesome. It's such a good feeling, man, because all of a sudden you're not touching it and it's sitting there. Now here's where opportunity, I would say aside from just golf clubs. Yeah. You should have that kind of stuff, but also you should think about it's like a good goal. That's going to make you money. So it would be, uh, it would make a it would bring a return on your investment. Now, okay. if you want to save it for golf clubs, fine. Uh, cuz we're uh, the next one is strictly for investing. So if you want to save it, if it's going to be a return on your investment in happiness, I say go ahead and buy it. I think that's great. Okay. However, once that number is in there and it's just sitting in there, if it gets up to 6 months, nine months, one year worth of your budget, your monthly budget, then I lop it off, dude, like a, like an arm or an appendage. And I put that into another account and that's what is an emergency fund. So it's almost like simultaneously you're saving for an emergency fund and your goal account until you get enough money where you then just take that giant chunk, let's say six months worth of your budget, monthly budget, and you set that aside now for a emergency. That's how I did it because it was a much easier to sit there and save for something I wanted rather than an, em- an emergency fund that might not happen. I would does agree. That, does yeah. that make sense? So it's, it's almost more, like you're, oh, fighting, absolutely. you're fighting your brain. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of shitty yeah. to feel like you just saved all this money for golf clubs and then now you're denying yourself for golf clubs? Um, yeah, it would that would that would suck. But at the same time, like you said, once you get to that point, maybe you kind of have a moment where you're like, God, this feels good to like 
have this cash. So maybe I, maybe I'm not the guy that needs $2,000 golf clubs anymore. Maybe I'm a new man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe at the same time you, you see them on sale and they're only a thousand dollars and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to take a thousand dollars out of my goal account, buy the golf clubs mm-hmm. and then dump the rest of the money for my emergency fund. But I would, I would honestly, I would have that, I would have that dumped in. Now the boys over there, listen, money matters. They they're saying, take that money and put it into like a, a robo advisor account where you have a 60, 40 split of stocks, bonds. That way it's growing in perpetuity in that account for an emergency. However, if something happens in the stock market, if, if the economy, not the economy and stock market are two different things. But economically, if the stock market goes down, you don't want to automatically now be screwed with your emergency fund depleted. So this is where I'm differing from them. I say you need a rock solid cash liquid emergency fund because when S hits the fan, which it has in the last year, nobody expected a pandemic. You know, I didn't expect to lose my job. I, I didn't expect to have to uproot my entire family across country. And that cost, you know, that cost me like $10,000 to do that. I didn't expect to have to do that. I didn't want to have to start, you know, selling a bunch of stocks in order to generate that, that cash. I wanted that cash immediately. I had that cash immediately and I spent that cash immediately because it's an emergency. So that's why I didn't sweat it. You know what I mean? It didn't cost me. I had enough stress. I didn't want to stress about just the money part, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. And that's a testament to to you because what you went through, a lot of people would have been like, that's, you know, that's where they're like starting their own houses on fire and <laughs> collecting like, insurance cash. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or, or worse, you know, <laughs> but now they're finding your family. In a oh, God. And it's, I, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's that sort of life crisis like could really f somebody up for for good yeah and you were just like ah shit well i'll just do this podcast you know so, yeah, yeah 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 well i mean cool. in all, all honesty i saved up i had a year worth of an emergency fund and i mm-hmm. never thought i would ever use that emergency fund but just because we were saving for a rental property right my wife yeah. and i for years that was our goal that was our in our goal account saving for a rental property take a certain percentage of what we make automatically lop that off, put it into the goal account in a high yield savings account. And again, that's for like, that's not for long, super long term stuff. So if it's going to be in there for over a couple years, you should put that money into investments. I agree. That should money should be making money for you because it's only, you're only losing money because of inflation, just sitting in in an account. But once I had that money, I turned to my wife and I go, I think we should just make this our emergency fund for a year, a year's worth of, uh, of living expenses. And she's like, well, that fucking sucks. And I'm like, yeah, but I think that's, <clears throat> I, you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself and your family and your loved ones first, before you can take care of your wants and needs and desires. You know, in my opinion, that's your responsibility as, as a parent, as a head of household, you got to make sure that you're covering your goddamn bases. So that's what I did. I made that call. I threw that into uh, a high yield savings account, 
Emergency fund taken care of. All right. Well, that feels good. It's kind of like it's the closest thing you can get to fuck you money while still being not wealthy. You know, where you're yeah, like, you. yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, oh, it feels oh. the same. <sighs> feels so good. Feels so good, Pike. When you have oh, that, yeah. like, that cushion on your back and you're walking around and the boss pisses you off one day and you're like, what are they going to fucking fire me? You're wrong about this. You're going to fire me? And then they do. You're like, all right. <laughs> it's like okay. the best yeah. feeling. Yeah. Ah, all right. It's cool. I'll find a I'll find a different job. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah, go man. get a better one. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll go get a better one and then uh maybe I'll be happier. But I and I'll be fine until I go get a better one. That to me is power. That to me is confidence. And that's a stress-free lifestyle, and that is something that every single person deserves on this planet. So it really is, in my opinion, super important to save for a goal. Yes, that's going to make you happy, but also, at the same time, split it, make that emergency fund, and then you have that goal. So that's that's how I vary from the people that inspired this uh, episode. I mean, do you agree? Do you disagree? How do you feel about it? No, I, I agree. And listen here, I'm wielding a, a fire hose that is just out of control. <laughs> so I I don't have a lot to disagree with. Like any of that or even a, a percent of what you just described would be would be good. That's true. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you are just all of that. All over the place right amazing. now. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Amazing. So, no, I, I think all of these are, like, actionable steps for people listening to take. And it's you're right. You get to that point where it just it changes everything. You got, you're got you swinging more meat, walking around. You know, you're cooler at work. People, like, people want to hang out with you now. Your wife can't get enough of you. God, yeah, just, I know. The benefits, mm. it's a domino effect. Mm. God, you know what women yeah. love? Women love ambition women love guys with a plan with a goal if you come to your to your wife and you're like hey i got a goal account and she's gonna be like what and be like i opened up a high yield savings account that i found online with a uh point i think they're right now they're pretty low but still you know uh half a one percent say uh interest rate You'd be like, what are you talking about? And you start going, boom, finances are going to go like this, 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 and this. She's going to be like, holy shit, this, this dude's get got the, it under control. Get the mop out. <laughs> things are going to get slippery. Yeah. 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 Plus, you finally get to turn off your fire hose and uh, <laughs> clean up all that water. That's it. Yeah. So I hope That's that makes sense. You save, do like six months for an emergency fund. That goes into a, another high yield savings account that way it's just it's making at least some extra cash don't put it in a normal savings account right put it into a high yield one uh okay the last step step number five okay so here's the best part this is a great feeling step number one you made your budget you know what you are and now and also you should be thinking about what you can cut where you can maximize the dollar right each dollar that you're spending number two your go-to money account you 3x it three times how much it costs you to live okay and and keep in mind with an emergency fund 
If you do like six months, you already have three months in that padded checking account. So it's essentially like you have nine months worth of buffer to find another gig, which is a pretty good amount, right? Right. <clears throat> uh, so number two, your go-to money account, you 3X'd it, you're now working. Number, number three, you're paying down your debt. You attack that, you've hit your number. You're no longer making just minimum payments. You're now paying down principal and you're starting to chip away at that. And that is that, dude, that is the best thing. By the way, if you have like a brand new car and you're in debt, sell that fucking car. Take the loss, in my opinion. That way you don't have a $40,000, $30,000 fucking rock attached to your feet as you're trying to pay down debt. Like, God, trade that in and get a $10,000 car or sell it. Get a $10,000 car that still takes you to point A, point B. These are the things you can do to get down. Oh, dude. Quicker. A $12,000 vehicle is just fine. <clears throat> like it more, It's more than fine, really. Yeah. It, you can get one that's like almost new, feels new to you, looks fine, it works. I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Smells good, runs fine. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. If you don't like how it smells, just get a wood-scented candle. Throw it in the backseat. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> number four. All right. Here's the coolest thing. You're done with number one. You're done. Number two, go to monies three times. You're done. Number three, you pay down debt. You're done. Like all these things are falling in line now. They're getting in order. Number four, your emergency fund goal account. Once you get that emergency fund, you're done. You don't have to worry about it. It's just sitting. Oh, it's, God, it feels so good, dude. Now you're like saving for a goal account. You got a vacation, a fund, whatever you want to do. You know, you it's there. You're good. Number five, these are this is when it comes to your legit investments. Aside from your 401k at work, which you should be doing, if you work at a company and they get offer a 401k or, or a, a similar employer option, because it's different <clears throat> if you're like a school teacher and all that kind of stuff. It's essentially the same thing. It's a retirement plan through your job that offers a match. Take the match. And I would say take that match to the fullest extent. Don't wait to step number five to take that match. Take that match as early as you can. Like skip steps even before like paying down debt and all that kind of stuff. Factor that into your living costs in step number one in your budget <clears throat> because that match that's free money that they're giving you and that free money compounded over decades in the stock market it's going to equal potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars it's definitely going to equal thousands and thousands of dollars so that's yeah. thousands of free dollars that you are missing for no reason so factor that into your budget i would stress take the match at work you don't have to, don't contribute more than the match. Those will come to your other investments, but just take advantage of the employer match if they offer one. Does your company offer an employer match, Pike? They did um, until the pandemic, and then they took it away. Oh, and it's okay. still taken away. So, it, I mean, it, it'll come back eventually. Yeah. But for now, no. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of companies, uh, they did that during the pandemic. They, uh they took away the match, which Wait. sucks. So hopefully the match does come back. So if if your company does not provide a match, then I would recommend not putting money into the 401k. Only because you yeah. could put money into your own IRA or Roth IRA, and you can dictate where the money goes, and you're not 
you're not stuck in one of these employer plans. Um, okay. So 401k or similar account, match that shit. If you don't have the match, then yeah, then now you're starting to put money away into your 401k and IRA. Okay. Cause now you're, dude, you are on the most stable foundation financially. You're more stable right now than I would say 99% of all people on earth. You've got your debt taken care of. You got an emergency fund. You got income coming in. You've got your budget. You are you are so golden by the time you hit step number five, dude, you're going to feel like king of the world. It's it's an amazing feeling. And now you your money's going to even start making money. It's an incredible feeling. So 401k, similar accounts, IRA. Personally, I have both an IRA and a Roth IRA with Vanguard. That's the company I like okay. the most. They have incredibly small fees. Index fund. So I would make sure... In terms of your investments, I would make sure at at least a certain percentage is in the Vanguard total stock market index. That way okay. you are super well diversified throughout all the stocks and they have stupid low fees and it just kind of runs itself. It's not sexy. It's kind of boring, but just take advantage of it. It's the VTI is the symbol uh, for the ETF total stock market. There's no minimum. It's not like you need $10,000 in order to invest in it and that kind of stuff. So it's it's really nice. So I would make sure certain percentage, like think like 20% of all your investments are in in a total stock market index with low fees. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next, I would say taxable investments. We're talking about these are, this is not a tax shelter. So 401k is like your tax shelter. Taxable investments would be you're getting taxed on this, which means you just open up like a brokerage account on one of these apps, like a, like a Betterment or uh, I think a Wealthfront, Robinhood. No, I wouldn't. Like one of the, I mean, yeah, personally, no. I don't. I don't like Robinhood. I wouldn't recommend Robinhood. But uh, Vanguard, you can even open up a Vanguard account. Schwab Fidelity, any of these you can open up. Okay. And it's, it's nice. So there's a lot of robo advisors is what they call now, which will, they'll, they'll auto like they'll, um, they'll auto diversify your account depending on where stocks are fluctuating or if, you know, if you want a certain amount of stocks versus bonds and that kind of stuff. But, uh, mm -hmm. there's a million different options. Do your research on the ones you want. But I would definitely take a percentage of your taxable investments and put it into real estate. So this way you're diversifying. You've got the total stock market index on one side, and then your your other good swath of money is in real estate on another side. See how you're separating and you're you're kind of you're you're hedging your bets here. So if stocks go down, at least you got real estate to keep you covered. So we've covered that in the pillars of wealth. We had REITs. Right, real estate investment trusts, which are like stocks for real estate, essentially, where you own little okay. slices of real estate projects and properties. You can invest that money into a rental property yourself. You can own, you know, single family, multifamily homes, mobile home parks, uh, maybe just bare land. There's there's a ton of different ways to invest in rental properties or real estate which we could take 
a look at later. But real estate, historically, it's a very solid investment. It's a good way to make some cash. And then, of course, you can invest in other businesses. Uh, private business, you want to give a private money loan to someone, uh, you can do that. You can buy individual stocks, Apple, Netflix, Microsoft, you know, one of these big boys that are uh, running around here with a lot of cash and uh, a wide market share. So invest in companies that you believe in and you've done research in. That's You don't do that until you get to step number five. So that's what I would recommend. That's how you get then take your money and make money with it. So what do you think? There's your uh, the exact steps on how to control your fire hose, Pike. <laughs> I'm sorry for making that the theme. Of I love thing. it. Now you you nailed it, and you just gotta do it. it. Like I've thought about this so many times in my life, and you just gotta do it, and you gotta not stop doing it. You know, it's like a fucking diet for some people, where you get all excited about it and you starve yourself for two weeks, and then you're back to your old ways. Yeah. So it's just it's it's hard to sustain, but once you do it and you start to see results, all uh, a diet, you kind of get hooked. Yeah, I want to keep doing it. So I think this is even easier than the diet because it, you could set it up to everything for auto, auto yeah. pay your credit cards, auto pay withdrawal account from your your go to money, your checking account into your high yield savings account. Just auto, just boom, just automatically do it. And the hardest part, much like a diet, is the day to day shit. It's the oh man, I really wanna. Speaking of diets, ah, uh, dude, I really want to uh, go out to eat tonight. Instead, forcing yourself to not spend that money, and then yeah. you know, eating at home the where nice, you already have food. The nice, yeah, the nice part about the saving money and everything is that you can still eat like shit. In fact, there's a lot of really good, cheap, horrible for you foods. So True. If, if that's what you want to do, you can do that. You can get a 30 rack of Coors Light and or, or Keystone. Keystone, you right. Drink, you can drink all night for very cheap. Yeah, and you're like, I'm budgeting. Ah, yeah, just get <laughs> I'm hammered, but I'm budgeting. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But you know what? I think it's easier than the diet. Uh, you know, maybe it is for me, and maybe I shouldn't speak for everybody, but uh, I just like the auto stuff. Once you set everything on auto, it takes the it takes the human element out of it, and you'll just start seeing your money grow so fast. It's really incredible. Uh, but there you go. There's your exact steps. That's what I did with my cash, and it's worked out for me pretty well. So it's great, man. Yeah. Happy it has worked out for you. Uh, you should write a book. Thank you for passing along your knowledge. And uh, I, 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 that's all I got for you. All right, let's get to the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Guy in Florida, big shocker, was arrested go. on Sunday. Yeah, I get the just about an hour and a half down the road for me. Uh, he was Nakus. He was Nakus. Nakus. They couldn't believe he was naked in public of all places. No, this man, he was uh, he was naked, okay? When police found him, he was in a public park with his uh, junk in one hand. And in the other hand, well, he had a pickle. <laughs> what was he doing with that pickle? Oh, let me guess. He, yes, please do. Was he going up his ass? Was he assing it? Pegging himself with a pickle. Reaching around behind himself 
and assing himself with the pickle. Uh, so yeah, the police, well, they didn't like that. You know, they didn't, they didn't love the pickle going in his ass. They yeah. also didn't love that his genitals were hanging out. That was actually, in fact, probably the more of the problem was that he was, his dick was out. No, the real problem was that he started with a cucumber and by the time the cops <laughs> arrived, he'd brined himself and it was very, very disturbing. <laughs> They did say they did comment that it was a quote large uneaten pickle. Mm. So you're right; it it may have been more of a cucumber status. Yeah, uneaten for now. What do you mm. think he was planning on doing with the evidence? Yeah, yeah, we all know the, what the dessert was. <laughs> it was. That pickle was going in his ass. So this guy got arrested. Um, that was the story. Uh, just a horny guy. Ugh, with a pickle. Awful ass, trash, booty, cheeks. Oh God. What's really impressive here is that he used his imagination. Like, he didn't have any elements in front of him. You know what I mean? He was just in his own world thinking about something. Yeah, going to the highlight reel. I just don't get the pickle. (laughs) Going to the What was his highlight reel? What was he imagining that he was like, oh, yeah, here we go. You know who reminds me of that pickle? I'm going to have to buy that pickle. (laughs) Dude, first of all, pickles are disgusting. I do not like pickles. Are we entering the the take factory? All right, we're we're in the take factory. Hot take. Dude, dude, everybody likes pickles. Not me. I am not a pickle guy. Not a pickle fan. Where's the take? Would you rather eat one or would you rather? There it is. Where'd it go? There it goes. Would I rather eat one? Look, I mean, I've eaten pickles. I don't mind. I sound like I gag or throw up or anything like that, but they're just so strong of a flavor that pickles on things ruins everything. Ruins it. Um, Why? I gotta disagree. Oh, but um, like I, yeah, if I you eat a I, burger I like with off. with pickles on it, you love that. Yeah, man, that's the only thing that makes like a double cheeseburger at McDonald's good. Oh. I mean, they're good, but it's like the pickles. The pickles are like the to me the like premier ingredient on a double cheeseburger. Premier, dude, all I can taste is pickles. Like, I wish I had some burger with this. You know what I mean? It's supposed to. Every every flavor is supposed to enhance the flavor with it. And all I can taste with pickles is like vinegar and sourness and a pickle flavor. It's just like, ah, all I taste is pickles. I want burger with this pickle, please. Well, I mean, yeah, I wish they were giving you more burger too, but it, it's a McDouble. <laughs> it's a dollar. So the fact that they're throwing the pickles on there is like, a, it's a, it's a favor to you. I disagree. I always order it without pickles. Well, that's a waste of money because you're still paying the same, my friend. No, but you know what? When you custom order things at these fast food restaurants, that's how you get them hot and like fresh because they're already like pre-made with the pickles. They got to make a new one without pickles. Yeah, but at what cost? Same cost. We just just said exactly. No, no. I mean, no, you the cost of having a shittier sandwich because it doesn't have pickles. Oh, come on. It's a better sandwich. 
by the way, yeah, dude. And then at like Chick-fil-A, they have the pickles on the chicken sandwich. I'm like, get that off my sandwich. Gross. Get that pickle off my sandwich. Dude, I bet you don't even like onions. Love onions. You feel like a Love onions. Oh, you do. Good. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't like pickles, and I don't like olives. Two potent. Those are well, two I like both. super strong flavors. Yeah, put them in your beer. Oh, scrum diddly umptious. Oh, God. Now entering the tank factory. Put olives in your beer? Yeah. That's that's Adds a Fargo flavor. thing if I've ever heard one in my life, dude. That was the only place oh. I've ever seen that happen. Trust me, I know. Because everywhere else I go, like Florida, uh, you get looked at and people react like you're a fucking lunatic. Like, huh? They just cannot put it in their brain that I would ask for a pickle in my beer. Like, huh? It's like you asked to sh like put a banana in there. You know? Yeah. Dude, that's the craziest thing. When I was in Fargo, everyone kept putting olives or pickles in their beers. Like they were just walking around with this sticking out. And it was normal. And you you get a beer and they're like, you want olives? I'm like, no. What is it? Not a martini? What are we talking about? I just want a beer. Why can't I just drink beer? And then everyone else has these three olives floating around in there. Yeah. Yeah, then you get to eat them at the end. It's a nice little treat. Oh, God. Like an uh, well, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're the odd one out no, here. You, no, you're crazy. Cheese curds and olives in your beer. Oh, my God. If that doesn't scream the north of North America, I don't know what does. That's 100%. I forgot about that completely. Okay, well, could you, you regionalist? <laughs> Judging other regions. Yeah, man. I'm a Great Lakes boy. All right? I'm from the Rust Belt. And what we do, we just drink the beer. And then we throw it at the referees at the football game. That's what we do. Yeah. Savages. <laughs> Gross. All right, there you go. That's it for the show. That right there is at Pike Taylor Radio. Not a financial advisor, but a damn good man that loves his olives and pickles in his beer. If you haven't tried it, uh, that's a, that's Pike's hot take. You should try it. It's good, especially if you like pickles and olives. Yeah. Hot piss. By the way, it's green Pickle. olives, not black olives, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Don't put black olives in there. Oof. Oof. You never know. You got to teach these people, Pike. I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it. Let me know what you thought about the exact steps to control your money. Appreciate you hanging out, telling a friend. That is huge. Don't forget. Hey, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's what we're trying to We're trying to hit 60 reviews on there. That would be really great. I can't wait to read these things. Just make sure you give it five stars, but then comment whatever you want. I'm looking forward to the comments. should be uh, uh, really great to read what you've put up there. And that is it for the show. Thank you so much. What do you got, Pike? Any last words? I just want, I just want a banana in my ass. Those are over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.